I've been told by everybody up on this roof that they're all off the roof. I am on the roof of Exposure 4. Got fire through the roof of the fire building in the entire rear section. Hey, we're back. Welcome back to Old School. Uh, we're uh, we're hoping that your families, both your families, the first family at home and the second one at the firehouse are doing well. Uh, we've got another great show for you today, another great topic uh, that we just kind of came up with as usual, but uh, uh, everything's moving along. It's cooling off outside. Um, uh, we're, we're, we're doing well in the fire service. Uh, a lot of everything that's been going on the past couple of years with the pandemic and that's the fire service is doing well. Um, we got our, our thoughts and prayers going out to our Florida families down there with, uh, well, everybody, John, that's had to deal with that hurricane hurricane. Uh, uh I got you know, Florida got hammered, just absolutely hammered. Uh, so our thoughts and prayers are out to, to the people that live there and anyone else along the East coast that was affected by the hurricane. But uh, the firefighters uh, working working their asses off, doing a great job, buddy. As always, um, you were down there for a little bit in Florida. You're familiar with that. But uh, man, oh man, how do you escape that when when I mean when it hits you, it hits you. But I'll tell you one thing: um, they've got their act together, don't they? When it comes to and let's just talk selfishly right now about uh, about Florida, the fire service, the the state court. What an incredible job they do handling hurricanes, don't they? You know, and how can you not? It, it's such a, I don't want to say it's such a common occurrence, but statewide, it is a common occurrence. Each individual county or area or city might not get hit for 20 or 30 years, but just about every year, storm comes and blasts somebody down there and the state's got to come in and, and FEMA and, and you know, all those folks got to come in and, and, and get their stuff together. And they already got it together because they know they have to do it. I'm sure they have regional offices and everything else, and they really do a great job. Uh, it's it's a, it's a constant it's a constant thought down there, and they handle it well. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, they, they do. So please uh, uh, keep keep thinking about those folks there and praying for them, and uh, uh, they'll 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 be back. Like I said, they're already rebuilding and taking care of things. Um, but uh, it's not like how the FDMY handles fires, you know, it happens every day. So we're ready for it. You know, that, that's it. That's it. So, well, well, speaking of speaking of, uh, uh, of that and the fact that some of those fire departments down there, John, got whacked pretty bad. Uh, some of the videos are out there uh, with, with some of those places with, you know, four feet of water in their firehouses. And I saw I, that the wheels were underwater in the firehouse. Well, the rigs are in the firehouse and the wheels are underwater to the top of the wheels. Yeah. And I saw some idiot post on a on the, one of those videos some idiot firefighter posted on one of those videos you know dumbass planning on their part i'm like really so what hill are you supposed to park that on in florida you know that's like saying houston doesn't plan when you're at sea when you're when you're level where do you park where do you move your you know what i'm saying take it right. get on an airplane fly down there and walk around and see what high ground you're going to park stuff i mean really you know the only legitimate thing, not to that, not to that criticism, but the but the only legitimate thing, and I am not a firehouse planner or or any of that other stuff. 
But you would think by now, you know, modern day America, modern day, let's say Florida, it's a low, it's a, just just like New Orleans, right? It, it's it's low country. You would think when they have either built firehouses or plan to build firehouses or maybe even renovate and move firehouses, but you think they build some high ground. You think they'd make some spots where, you know, the, the emergency service center, the dispatch, the fire station, maybe the police headquarters are all up up on a on a hill, either designed or built just for flooding. Just well, for I the, think I know. think some of the places, I know a lot of the EOCs and a lot of those places they've done that. Because you know, they've done so much to hurricane proof things. The windows, you know, the buildings, everything's everything being rebuilt for decades now is being built to hurricane standards. Um uh, which promotes another challenge for firefighters, you know, taking windows and ventilating stuff. But still, you know, they've been doing that. Uh, I, I think they actually are in some areas doing that. But nice, some nice. of these firehouses have been there 30 years, 20 years or whatever. And, you know, but you're right. I mean, you know, there, there's some planning. But, man, oh, man, there's really not a way to escape it when you've got that much water. When anything parks on top of you. Severe, um, severe. You have four feet of water in your firehouse. you got four feet of water in your firehouse. I don't care where you're at, but uh, – but, but that brings up a point, John, um, you know, what do you do? I mean, you've got, you've got your apparatus that gets flooded. All right. Your firehouse, you, you lose, you, you know, for all, you know, whatever flooded in there, we know that it's not all just uh, spring water that's flooding you. Um, the contaminants, everything else that go along with, think of everything in the streets, everything in the ditches, everything in any pile of trash anywhere, any of that stuff. It's floating in that water. It's it's it's. Oh, I had a picture of a big old alligator in a living room, in a flooded living room, yeah. in a house. Oh yeah, you know, animals yeah, yeah, yeah. and gators and snakes and stuff are now everywhere instead of just oh. being down the block at the pond or in the water. You know. So yeah, so everything's out and about, including that. So the water's, you know, and then the rigs. So and and under if it was a firehouse fire, let's say, or you burnt up a rig because of an electrical problem or whatever. You turn to your spare rig, and worst case, you borrow from a neighboring apartment when everybody's affected by it. Right, it's hard. So, so that brings up, you know, we, we were just talking about this you and I the other day um, about uh, this whole painted forward thing and and helping folks out. Uh, you know, like I said, painted forward. Maybe uh, uh, we call this one uh, painted forward firehouse to firehouse. You know, just you know helping each other out. Now, there, there's a, we'll get to. There's a couple places that do that uh, for some of our listeners. Uh, there's a couple of places that a couple of organizations, foundations that help fire departments, especially those that don't have the greatest budgets in the world or the biggest budgets. You know, um, right now, John, everybody's struggling because, you know, where we're at with our country with with with, you know, supply and all that, then the chain, all that the supply chain, all that stuff, so on and so forth. OK, some of the new fire apparatus, if you order a new rig, new engine, you're a minimum of 24, some of them are three years out. It used to be that we got to wait like almost a year. They're two and three. Now, my volunteer to fire, Wichita West, my volunteer fire department, great fire department. We order a new pumper and they're like, yeah, you're a minimum of 24 months out, probably longer. You know, so you're talking two plus years, in some cases, almost three to get a new pumper. Let's say you've got one pumper. You've got one rig. And all of a sudden, boom, you know, it, it it's it's in an accident. It catches fire. You lose it. A flood, right. whatever. You're, you're out of business. Yep. You're, you're out of business. And you can't turn around and go, I'm going to go to the, the fire fire engine car lot and uh, find me yeah, another Yeah, we'll just one. go pick up a spad down a block. Yeah. yeah. So so th that itself uh, brings up an interesting topic of, you know, maybe help, you know, this whole helping each other out. An example I want to bring up, John, is what you guys did for Wichita West. All right. You know, and I love telling this story 
you know, I, 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 for our listeners, I was on my partner here, John, for, for years. I said, the moment you get rid of truck 589, their 81C grave, formerly ladder 24 in Manhattan, 11 years of running first due at the Empire State Building, then South Blooming Grove, John's fire department in Orange County, New York, they they buy, they refurb it. Oh my goodness, they refurbed it. And then it's taken home trophies year after year after year at all the volley parades and all the parades and all the years. Oh, good God. It, it just beautiful rig. I'm like, God, I want that. I want it. You know, I was assigned to one like two years older for like almost for years. And I just, man, I want that rig. And and then and and then John tells me, folks, he tells you, well, our guys don't want to. It's not a museum place or, or a, a parade rig. They they want it still fights fires. They dropped a new motor in it not too long ago. The ladder, it's a great rig. And I'm like, okay, all right, I won't get it. So you remember, I'm I'm. It's after drill night, and me and my chief Ryan Fetzer and my captain Chris Bashford were standing outside the firehouse at Wichita West, and I'm talking about, hey, does anybody have a place where we can store this thing? Anybody know where we can store it? I'm, I'm still working on John to get this thing from South Blooming Grove. I go, it's a shame it won't fit here. We could use it as our ladder truck. And Ryan goes, well, I want it. And Chris goes, yeah. I said, what? So we grab a ruler, John. I remember, I call, I go, I go, how long is that thing? So we grab a ruler and, and we measure. We go, it'll fit. It, it'll fit. And I remember calling you and going, we want it. And you go, send me a letter tomorrow. Send me a letter tomorrow. I got a meeting the next day. So we we crafted the email. Ryan sent it to you, and uh, the next thing, right? Yeah. Will Norris, uh, you, you know, Will okay, is approved it. Oh yeah, everything was approved. Your board approved it, and our our board approved it. And then uh, Will Norris, another great chief, uh, John. He's the chief of Freebrook Cooper here, volunteer department in Wichita County, Texas. Chief of the the, the uh, president of the Chiefs Association. He's been head of the city shops for the fire department side here in Wichita Falls for almost 30 years. What a great guy. What a great, great guy. I remember I walked in, I saw John, I go, I, he goes, I hear you guys are getting a ladder truck. I said, yeah, we're, I'm going to fly up to New York, pick up for my buddy John's department. He goes, you get me up there. I'll, I'll drive it back with you. And I'm like, you're kidding me. You mean, you mean you, you'd be willing to go, I'll fly you first class. You're willing to go, I'll use my miles and fly you up there. You're I'm going to get a, like the EV2, EVT guru of mechanics to ride back. Oh my God. So, you know, and I know I'm telling, but this is a great story. So we fly up there, John, and big, uh, big daddy. Uh, I mean, what, what a. What yeah, a this is South Blooming Grove. Absolutely. Oh, yep. Uh, Billy Pappas. Yep. Billy Pappas. Oh, my God. He picks us up. What a riot. What a great guy. Billy Pappas. I love that guy. He still sends me text messages out of the blue. Hey, happy and, Father's Day. And, of course, Day. the coincidence is, in, in, as involved as I am with you and Buddy and everything else, I wasn't even around for the uh, for the exchange of apparatus because I, I was away on a, on a gig or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you took off on us. You bailed on us, but yeah, I but just, uh, I just <laughs> but so Billy, but Billy he, took care of us. All all the boys did. Oh, that I heard. We we yeah, we went. We got our hotel. We got the next morning, and um, we met him for breakfast at the the, the what the gas station next door. The little uh, pre- oh my Jay. god, no Jay's Deli there. Yeah, yeah. Oh Jay's Deli, and the whole like 70, 80 of your guys show up. And they're all like, are these the guys from Texas? You know, and then, you know, and, and a couple of you guys who I know, you know, Pete gets there and stuff. And are you guys Will, Will was there. Yep. Oh, and they were so excited that the ladder truck was going to a fire department, another volley department in Texas. So we go across the street and they pull the rig out, John, and they're going through the whole thing. And then you remember the, the last part of the story. When we go to pull out, they're all standing up on that embankment taking pictures 
of the two rigs next to each other. And then we were leaving a couple were actually like teary eyed in motion. Some would go, we've had that truck truck forever here. That's, you know, it was a lot a, of them young boys, a lot of the young guys that are there, you know, they're in their, they're in their twenties, late twenties, even get a little bit older. And most of them that been, listen, most of the senior guys that have been around for 20, 30 years, that's the only ladder truck. We've oh, ever had, you know, oh, and they were pretty emotional. And, and Will and I left and, Oh my God. Will was such a great partner. Every morning I go, I'll meet you for breakfast at seven, six o'clock. He's out there checking the whole rig over doing a pre-trip. He just was phenomenal. But and so your buddy and your mechanic, your partner for the trip. Didn't he have, I mean, had tools and stuff too. It wasn't just like he was coming, helping driving. Now you got a professional mechanic with oh. you. Hey, something happens on the way back down. It's not like you're driving a Chevy station wagon. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everything down to the tires and and everything oh. else, something he's familiar with, you know. We're exactly we're driving it from Orange County, New York, to Wichita County, Texas. How many um, miles was it? Oh, I don't remember, but I mean that's through the mountains in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Missouri, then Texas. But you know, we had a great trip, and 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 here's the other part of that too, John. So you know. Cause you guys had stripped it off. Like, like, like I'm sure, you know, I was joking. I said, we got there it was up on blocks, but it wasn't. Uh, but uh, so I put out a little, remember a little plea. Hey, if you have any ground ladders, this is what, cause you had to take and put them on your new rig. Right. And uh, we're like, Hey, anybody got any ground ladders? This is what we need. And our buddies in, in Pennsylvania, South of Pittsburgh go, we got the three section 35 and 24. So we pull off the road, we get there. And then they go, what do you need? I go, everything. And they go, and, and that was my 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 common theme was everything. And they go, come around back to the warehouse. The chief, the you know, the chiefs, they're loading us up with nozzles. They're getting rid of and stuff stuff that they're not going to use. That right. they just right off in, sitting in storage, right? Yeah, and 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 what's this? What's what's the phrase? Donated to a worthy volunteer fire department. Wonderful guys. It was so cool that they took care of us. So we come back with this ladder truck with 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 a couple of compartments full of uh, tools and nozzles, a couple more ladders that we didn't have to buy. This beautiful ladder truck, by the way, I took it on its first run uh, on a pin and accent rollover <coughs> to, to block traffic. And I just took it to a structure fire the other day and uh, uh, fired through the roof of the house. And here I come with that ladder truck. And this rig was in great shape. The paint job, the, oh, the paint good. on the ladder and the wheels and the chrome. So you guys didn't have to do work like that. You had to do some new lettering and put a, put a new panel, you know, a new Wichita West panel up on the ladder and stuff. But other than that, this thing was ready to go. Oh, I mean, well, I mean, we know you needed to do some electrical work and stuff. But Yeah, well, you know, we had to do a little bit. I mean, it's a 1981. Well, I tell people it's like a muscle car. It's an 81, but don't let it's like a 70 Chevelle at some guy's shop. Don't let it fool you. Cause that thing, this thing is dynamite. And the proof John in the pudding was when we did the ladder test. So we did, we did the ladder test, the area ladder test uh, with a, a neighboring city with all their ladders. And it outperformed everything that was there. The hydraulics, the jacks, cylinders, and the ladder, he kept checking and he goes, they haven't moved. They haven't moved not even an eighth of an inch. And we and we're giving you this much. Oh my God! This guy was like running back and forth. And the speed test, I go, that's because these things were built like they should have been built. You know, the speed test, the ladder, everything was just wonderful. So here we got this ladder truck, ladder seven ten, truck seven ten in Wichita County. The Wichita West Altair Fire Department, Wichita West Fire Department, has a ladder truck. That was in Salgoman Grove all those years and was part of the FDOI first. How many 
God, you think of how many times a week, sometimes a day, that went to the Empire State Building on calls. Oh, that was Midtown Manhattan, just a couple of blocks, if a couple of blocks, from Penn Station. and, and, and it, you know, Wasn't that Father was, Judge's firehouse, too? Yes, Father Judge was right across the street. There right you go. The so there's so much history with it. The news did a thing on it. Now, didn't you guys help another volunteer department with your old American La France? Yeah, South Bloom Grove. And it's a coincidence you should mention that because uh, w when we did buy that rig, that uh, that American La France, we bought it refurbed, obviously. And uh, at the same exact time, we bought two rigs. We bought an American La France pupper from the same refurb guy. And it was a, it was a New York City rig. It was 214 engine. Engine engine two one four from out in Brooklyn. We corded in with one eleven truck, and uh, it was what one eleven with one eleven truck. Oh my god! <clears throat> so we got two fourteen engine. He refurbed that. He gave us a bigger tank and changed some stuff around. And like I said, that's the kind of stuff the work that the refurbers do. Everybody knows that. Um, so we bought both of them. We bought that and the American LaFrance engine, and we ran that American LaFrance engine. We ran the tail off that thing, and we got rid of that. Gosh, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know when. Way more than ten years ago, probably. I don't know if it's if it's if it's 15 or 18, but whatever it was, we bought a new engine. We got rid of that. And you know how we got rid of that? A couple of guys knew somebody upstate New York, a volunteer, volunteer company farther north from us, in the same situation, probably financially in a worse situation than us. Not like we're, we're not by any stretch of the imagination a poor place that has to go out and you know spend their own money to put glass in the windows or anything. But we, we don't have a real big budget. But anyway, this place was more like that. We sent them, we donated that American La France to them. We filled it up with diesel fuel. They drove down, picked it up, full of diesel fuel. We left the hose on it. We left the SCBAs on there because we were getting some brand new SCBAs anyway. Uh -huh. We left SCBAs with the bottles, with the hose, with the nozzles. We told them, take it, drive away with this whole rig just like that. And boy, they were tickle pink like they were coming back from the American La France factory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and I'm not making fun of them. I'm saying... The appreciation there between volunteer oh. department, volunteer department. There's, you know, there's all these different levels of people. You know, this is a big paid, you know, big paid urban fire departments that have big gigantic budgets that get like New York City rig every ten or eleven years. That's by contract. You can't even you can't even violate that. They can't be first due in a firehouse after ten or eleven years. I forget what it is. And then there's other places, maybe smaller communities that have some pretty decent money and keep their rigs real nice. And maybe every maybe every fifteen or eighteen or even twenty. They farm it out, they, they get a new rig. And then there's places that just never get a new rig, that their new rig is used rigs from somewhere else on a regular basis. They get somebody else's 20 or 25-year-old rig, and that's the newest thing they got. You know, so they roll this 1980 thing or, in, or a 79 thing, and, and the next newest thing they got in the bay is a 56 Ford commercial cab right. on a dirt floor, on a dirt floor. I've, I've been to dirt floor firehouses, you know, so it's uh, – there's a lot of levels of different people out there in the fire service. And that's why this, this donation process, that's why this brotherhood thing of sharing, sharing our stuff with folks that need it is very important because there's a lot of people out there that rely on their existence. Their whole, the fire protection of their whole little village relies on the, the, the people from other departments being generous, the generosity. Well, of others. And John, how many times have you and I, you know, we travel all the time, right? How many times we've been somewhere and guys are showing pictures. Like I was just at a place of, yeah, you know, uh, Delhi. They were like, yeah, this was an old Delhi, Ohio, great fire department, new stuff. They got new rigs now, you know, but when we were starting off, you know, we ended up, we bought, we bought this Cincinnati pumper and they donated this to us. And, you know, so many places have rigs that were other people's rigs. I'm, I'm, I'm always like amazed in a good way 
going, man, so that wasn't, no, we didn't buy that new. We got that for so-and-so. They got it for so-and-so. You know. Even when it's a sale, even when they have to buy it, you know, some of the bigger departments or the, or the richer departments or well-off departments, they'll sell it, but they sell it for a fraction. They sell it for $5,000 or something yeah. like that. When, when the thing is really in good shape, it's only a 15-year-old rig, and they could probably get 75 grand for it, and they sell it for 5000 to a, to a small department that, that's going to use it like a brand new rig first do, you know? Well, to paint it forward. And like you said, I saw it firsthand when we drove away from your firehouse with that ladder truck. I saw the emotion on your guys' faces, first of all, that that was their baby leaving. Secondly, and then they're following us because I kept posting Facebook. I, where are you guys? And Joe, he kept going, where are you guys at? What town are you in? What highway? What mile marker are you at? You know, when you guys, and we were going to do a push-in, but we couldn't because of COVID. But um, a wet down ceremony. But your guys were so the time we left to the time we got, and even the week is it in service yet? What's it look like? And I kept sending you pictures. So you know the elf you guys gave away the the, the ladder truck you guys obviously South Blooming Grove generous group of guys and gals right they're good good people there. So so look at look at uh, heck uh, the other departments that have helped, and I'll just I'll just single out uh, Wichita West. Those that have stepped up and helped us, you know, our good friend, you know, remember Marion Blackwell in Spartanburg, the chief in Spartanburg, our good friend there. And I, I remember when we, the first time we were there teaching for him together. I've been out there for Marion before. You looked at me and you went, God, I love this guy. You know, he is just so, Marion is so into the fire service. He's such a good guy, uh, great chief. And he, you know, he, he emailed me, John, he goes, Hey, are you guys VHF or UHF? I said, we're not digital. He goes, well, I got a box. I'll send you MOU. I got a box of radios and chargers and lapel mics and stuff. So he sent a bunch, a bunch of whole box of radios, even some pagers to us. Then, how about our friend Jeff Bryant and, and Amboy? Yeah, you know, and, and Amboy, another very, another uh, very generous guy. Right? Oh my God! For our listeners, Jeff Jeff Bryant is the fire chief in Amboy, Illinois. Uh, he and well, he and Nick Dingus. Uh, are partnering up but uh, if you, you i'm sure you've heard of dingus fire we love them they take care of us and uh dingus fire is absolutely incredible F fire supply business they're 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 taking over the world and they should be because the you know you talk about people that are, are in our fire service family taking care of firefighters uh nick dingus is a class act great guy and jeffrey is just i love i love him and his wife tammy i love them so much uh, we, i've known them john for forever and and, you know, same thing, you know, with him donating extrication tools to us and, and equipment and, and it just we, 60 something thousand dollars of equipment and, and, and gave us the ability to pass along some of our extrication tools to another neighboring department. I mean, it, my thing is, John, if we don't need it, there's departments around us that need it. There's departments in Orange County that, you know, if you don't need it, they could probably use it. Right. I mean, that's been going on for years there. You know what? And, and sometimes you don't even realize it. Sometimes you, you know, you, you meet guys and, and it's even guys, departments that you hang around with. And suddenly you're like, where'd you get that? Oh, we just, matter of fact, it just happened here, right here. One of our neighboring departments just, just purchased a used ladder truck from a, another one of our neighbors, maybe two departments away. And uh, just a great idea of sharing and, and, and making good, generous deals with your neighbors, with your neighboring departments to do stuff like that. So it, it's just a great concept, and and we were happy to do it in South Bloomfield Grove. And, and you know, listen, we've been on the 
we've been on the receiving end too. Williamsville Fire Department up in up outside of Buffalo. My friends up there donated. I drove up there with my pickup truck and another guy a couple of years ago because they had a bunch of turnout gear that was in great shape. Oh yeah, Something hardly ever worn. I remember you know, that. They gave it to us, and I mean, listen, I, I'm not saying we we follow the rules all the time about ten year old gear and getting rid of it because sometimes we get gear that's ten years old and it looks brand new. Right. You know? so, and and so there it was from from Orange County all the way up to Buffalo. That's a long ride. That's a four or five hour ride. That's that's about the other end of New York State. We drove up there, got a bunch of bunch of gear, a couple of hundred sets of gear. We went out to lunch with them and stuff. And and now we now we get friends. Now we get friends in Williamsville. We see them all the time. You know, oh. it's just it's a great habit to get into, and it's going on all over the country. We just you know we did this today because we it involved you and I in particular personally. Well, but, yeah. This is going on all over the place, and it's nice to highlight it and guys talk about it and and, and get in the habit of doing it. You know, well, exactly. Paint it forward, like I like I said, paint, firehouse to firehouse. I mean, the, the like I said, the ladder truck you gave us, the guys that gave us the ladders for it, you know, and some nozzles and tools and stuff, and then you guys donate your your Alf, your America of France with the air packs and hose on it. Here you go, guys. Take it, just take it, drive it out of here, and boy, and that was the first of two trips, John. This, yep. We went up there a year later. He says, bring a trailer with you this time. Now, the first time, Ryan and Chris are pretty amazing. You know, the moving. So those guys can, he calls it play in a Tetris. He, he can load a truck better than any moving company anywhere in the world. I, the guys, our, our buddy Scott Whitnar, the, you know, Jeff's assistant chief, is still amazed. He goes, I don't know how they fit all that shit in there. But Ryan and Chris did, man. They just made everything fit. And then we brought a trailer back up the following year. And it, and it, there's, you know, people, there's, first of all, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's a way to do it. Your city, your district, your department very easily can decide to donate something. It happens all the time. All you have to do. Just, you know, everybody's got different policies and different procedures they got to follow. Most places have to declare a surplus. So, so commissioners or the chief or whoever is that runs the department can, can in fact do that, declare an apparatus or a chief's vehicle or some hose and say, uh, we're declaring that surplus. We're not going to use it anymore. It's more than 10 years old. And once it's declared surplus, then they can either donate or sell it at a reasonable price or whatever it might be. Listen, everybody's doing it. There's a way to do it. Some guys be like, well, we're restricted. We can't, you know, there's always a way to do it if you want to do it. You but, know? You know, all it takes is, is the policymakers to go, okay, let's just make sure we, we do everything, le you know, legitimately. And, and and we don't want to forget about, because we said we were going to mention it. We haven't mentioned yet. I'm, I'm sure you had it. I'm sure you got it on your list of stuff there, but, so, so there are organizations, there are foundations now that have been established that 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 take care of this. That they sort of coordinate this, and you know, they'll you can donate stuff to them. You know, at at whatever uh, tax benefit there is to the district or the fire department, right? If there's any value with the equipment, and then this organization, and it's not just one, but there's several. We're going to we're going to talk about it, um, and and then they receive requests from people around the country saying, "Gee, what we really need is." We just need one, maybe like a chief's car, something, even if it's old is good. We don't have any car. Ours crashed. It was 30 years old. Or we need a couple hundred feet piece of hose or maybe a, a Hearst tool generator. We don't, we don't need the, we don't need the Rams right now. We just need the generator and, and everything from fire trucks to helmets to turnout gear. And, and they had great organizations that, that, that are out there working real hard for people. Well, and, and, and well, you know what, let's mention the one right now. Um, because, uh, you know, we'll talk about this one. As long as you brought it up, um, I just grabbed it again, the, the website. Um, and you you are intimately familiar with these folks and with this firefighter, but Terry Farrell. And it, and and the website for our, our, our listeners, and I'll say it again later, 
It's terryfund.org. Terry, Terry, terryfund.org, Terry Farrell. And here's a story about an FDNY firefighter, right? That's no, I mean, and, and I mean, John, that, that fund, you're pretty familiar with it. Um, Absolutely. They, Absolutely. They're always posting, uh, uh, they're always posting, um, uh, you know, uh, we're, we're so proud uh, the uh, XYZ Fire Department's receiving their new engine and a, a, a 2002, um, you know, Pierce engine, whatever, you know, I mean, just, they, and they have different chapters. I mean, they, they've got a whole bunch, they've all, got all over at, the country and each of them oh. run their own little, their own little fundraisers or their, their own little uh, donation supply chains, you know, where they reach out to people around them and get it. Uh, I'm, I'm just reading one of the things here. Terry, uh, the Terry Farrell Firefighters Fund. The crew arrived in Kentucky with three engines and loads of gear, tools, and supplies for a local for a local fire, volunteer fire department there. And you you go through their fund, the TerryFarrellFund.com. You go through this this Facebook page, and it's just unbelievable. Not only the stuff that they're giving out, but remember everything they gave out, somebody else gave away. Somebody else said, "Let's let's donate this to the Terry Farrell Fund. Let's donate an engine." They're driving engines around. They're delivering engines and trucks and chief's cars and hundreds of sets of gear, uh, you know, hearse tools and generators. And I mean, you could just go uh, radios. You go on and on and on. There's a lot of generous people out there that are donating stuff. Uh, and of course, we are 100% behind the Terry Farrell Fund. It's a great organized fund. Yes. You know, in the name, obviously, of Terry Farrell, FDMY Firefighter. But uh, whether you do it locally between company to company or whether you do it, you know, through a fund like that, I mean, if there is nobody in your neighborhood or your town or your district or your battalion, you know what? Then then donate it to the bigger funds because they got their they got their tentacles out across the whole country, and they can find a little place a thousand miles away that needs exactly what you have a second piece of that you're getting ready to give away, and they'll de they deliver it right to these folks. It's just Terry Farrell Fund is top of, top of the pile. Really, really and, good people that work. And really they, well. and John and they do more than just apparatus. They I mean, basically, <clears throat> you know, it's and they say it right on their website, supporting those who serve our communities, established after you know the, the tragic loss on 9-11, you know, but they do oh my god, they do so much for so many people. Here's another, you know, uh another fund uh in memory of, of you know Terry Farrell killed while serving with rescue four, uh and, and, and he was the past chief of Hicksville and Dixville Fire Departments. Uh, Terry, the, the fund supports the families of firefighters across the United States with educational and financial grants. So they, to date, to date, to date, they've given out over four million to families of firefighters, an additional six million is surplus. So four million to the families of firefighters that that were you know killed, and six million in surplus gear and apparatus. Right. So it's not even just the apparatus. You know, four million dollars to the families of firefighters. You know that 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 were that were killed in the line of duty. I just it just it, it's an absolute folks. If you have a chance, again, you know, take a look at the website. It's Terry T E R R Y Fund dot org. Terry Fund dot org. Um, it, it's and they run you know, and they run seminars around the country too. Guys like oh. guys like Mike Dugan and myself and. There's there's people all over the country, big names and small names alike, local guys that that appear at these funds raising seminars, and we collect nothing, and all the money goes where to the Terry Farrell funds for their operating costs and for them to to get stuff, and they fix stuff up. Somebody gives them something if it needs work, 
they patch it up. They fix it up a little bit, you know? Oh, I'm telling you. And again, um, not just apparatus, six million in apparatus and, su and surplus equipment, four million to the families. That's pretty freaking amazing. Uh, they've been on Fox News. They've been all over, but they're just absolutely wonderful. So that's one fund. Um, you know what I got? I got to mention, John. And this is probably the this is the reason we started even talking about this the other day. It said we should just jump on here and, and run with it. Um, you know, so so my chief Ryan Fetzer and my captain Chris Bashford and myself this weekend, Friday, John. We leave for Santa Fe, Texas. Santa Fe, Texas, right next to Galveston there. You and I were down there teaching uh, not too long ago. And uh, you had to leave at right after class because Maureen was having her baby shower. Mm -hmm. All right. To get you back home for that because you weren't going to miss that. And that <clears throat> obviously so. Um, so that night they said, hey, we, you know, would you mind? We, we'd like to go uh, see if you want to go to uh, the uh, county's appreciation dinner for first responders. Like, well, yeah, yeah, sure. So we go there and they kind of said, hey, would you say a few words? I'm always honored to do that. So, John, I'm, I'm sitting having dinner with a bunch of different chiefs, and I'm sitting across with Tommy Anderson. Tommy is the chief of the Santa Fe Fire Rescue down there, Santa Fe, Texas. 50 years in the fire service, 37, I think, was – what a great, great person. What a – first of all, I told what I tell you. If you if you you sat with them, you'd love to. You just you you. This is one of those you turn to me and go. I love this guy. What a true gentleman. What a great guy. What a great boss. And he's actually he's cleaning out his desk as we uh, as we speak. He's uh, I think he's pulling a pen. But anyway, what a great 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 man. So so John, same thing. You know me. I'm always on my organized moochings. What can I get for my volunteer department? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> So he's, I said, what's going on? He goes, oh, we got two new pumpers. Uh, this is, you know, a couple of months ago. He's, we're getting two new pumpers in next week. I said, oh, really? What are you getting rid of? And he says, well, we're getting rid of this and this. I said, are they, are they clunkers? Oh, no, they're in service. They're great rigs. And, and I, you know me, I said, would you be willing to donate one to a worthy volunteer department? And he looks at a couple of chiefs. He goes, yeah, I think we could. I went, holy shit. You, you know, so he goes, yeah. So we're talking about it. And they show me a couple of pictures. So we get done with the dinner, and I'm riding with the chief from Galveston and his wife, another great boss, the chief in Galveston. And uh, he, I go, where are we going? He goes, oh, Tommy wants you to go to the firehouse. We're going to show you the rig. So we drive at 9 o'clock at night, John, 930. We pull up at one of their firehouses. They got a bunch of firehouses there uh, in, in Santa Fe. They open up the doors as rigs as service, and, oh, my God, it's beautiful. I mean, first of all, it's spotless, like your truck was. I mean, it, it, light tower on it, bumper lot, all the, I mean, just it, in service that at that at moment, what a great rig. They, we started up, pull it out, light it up, look at everything. I'm taking pictures. So a couple months go by, I'm like, ah, you know, cause he also said, Hey, we're going to, you know, we got some inch three quarter hose on a pallet. We just test. I'm like, we'll take it. We, we, we need first, like I've said before, John, how many times if we can't use it, Wichita West, right. My, yeah. Ryan always says, my chief, hey, if we can't use it, there's other volunteer somebody, departments that can't. 10 miles down the road could use it. That's oh, right. we got a new ice machine through a grant. We gave our other ice machine to another volunteer fire department, to Freebrook Cooper, to Will. You know, we we got the tools from Jeff. We were able to give a set of extrication tools to another department. Just here you go. Take Come pick them up and take them like you guys did. You know, paint it forward. Paint it forward. So the chief calls me just a, like a week ago. He's, all right, you ready to come pick up this fire engine? I went, I thought you forgot about me. He goes, well, it's going to cost you some money. I said, well, that depends. He goes, you got a dollar? <laughs> he goes, you got a dollar? He goes, he goes, I'll lend it to you. So 
So anyway, this Friday we're going, we're jumping in the car and, and Ryan's pickup. We're driving six hours to, to to Santa Fe, Texas, picking up this beautiful rig. Uh, I just, you know, and 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 to the guys in Santa Fe, uh, Texas, and to Chief Tommy Anderson, thank you so much. This is, and and John, we're and wait a minute, wait a minute. No parking that new engine in front of my ladder truck now. Okay? <laughs> well, here's the thing, <clears throat> you know, we're fundraising right now for our pumper because we don't, you know, we're, and I told somebody the other day, I said, look, this is not a, this is the, you know, we're, two years, we're out two years plus on our new pumper. We have one rig. If it goes down for a PM, if it goes down for, we have to move a, our, our tender. We have no pumper. This is a godsend. And and even when we get the new one, this will stay as a backup. I mean, it's just, it's perfect timing for us, John, because, you know, we've sat there before going, we're shit out of luck, man. If our pumper goes down, you know, and now Santa Fe, Texas steps up and says, here you go. The chief already sent me all the paperwork. Um, wonderful guy. Like I said, great department. Going to be helping, again, paying it forward to Wichita West. Like I said, two years for our new pumper. Two years, a long-ass time. Can't get here quick enough for that pumper, but Santa Fe, Texas, thank you so much. Uh, and John, you know, real quick, I know I've been kind of dominating things here because I'm, I'm so excited about this. I'm sorry, but um, we talked about Terry Farrell. Uh, Texas has, we started this a long time ago when I was in Louisville, the Helping Hand program. Because remember years ago, you could give away turn off your air pack because of liability reasons. Right. So what was the story? Yeah, we set it next to the dumpster last night, Chief, and it's gone this morning, right? And, you know, now, you know, we did this in Texas where the Texas Forest Service took out a liability. They got the warehouse. So Terry McGrath, our buddy Terry, yeah, 40, 50 sets of gear every year because they do the new, you get a new set of gear every, you know, few years for, you know, so you have two sets. He calls the Forest Service. They drive to the firehouse. He gives them 40, 50 sets of gear that 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 is the oldest is like six years old. So it even has four years life. Some of it's still in the, I mean, I'm just saying they take nozzles and rigs and hose and air packs and that's everything. Great. They come and do the transport too. So it's not even, that's not oh. even a chore for the fire department that's donating. They just got to decide to pick it up and put it out on the front apron so somebody can come pick it up. Oh, that all you got to do is call, call the, and they have the warehouse. So then <clears throat> the, the Beeperville you know, fire department says they fill out a form and they go, we're in desperate need of turnout gear. Well, okay. What are your sizes? Boom. They get a grant from, from the forest service. Come pick your stuff up. And you drive to the warehouse. Or sometimes they deliver it. And, Wonderful. And, oh, Wonderful. what a! The, it's, and it, it, it's called the Helping Hand Program. If if our listeners are all curious on how this works, and I'll bet, and I'll bet across the other fifty states, the United States, I, I'll bet there are other organizations like that. Which, yes. You know, which, if you guys, anybody listening, if you have an organization like that, obviously we're already talking about it today. But please send that information to it, and that's something we'll share down the road in a future old school podcast yeah and, and, and exactly and if and if you don't have something going on in your state like that contact the texas for contact here you do contact the president of the texas fire chiefs association go to the texas fire chiefs association website get on there get a hold get you know what get a hold of uh terry mcgrath there you go terry's gonna kill me for this because he's busy reach out to assistant chief terry mcgrath uh, at t mcgrath at city t mcgrath at cityloso.com and say, hey, Chief, can you send me the information on the Helping Hand program? If you're looking to start one in your state, they there it is. There's the groundwork. So, yep, yep. So, Excellent. I mean, 
paying it forward, John. Closing thoughts on this on this show. And I know if this was a tactics sister, they don't have to be tactics sister. We talk leadership. We talk everything on this show. Nice That's, mix. I mean, forever departments, forever since since before horses were the fire service, volunteer fire departments and then even career departments were handing rigs down and over to other rigs. Yep. It's been going you know, on forever. Closing thoughts for me are, look at all the people we talked about today. All the people, all the organizations, everybody we mentioned, everybody was given. Everybody was donating. From Williamsville to South Blooming Grove, to you guys there, Wichita West. Everybody's taken. Everybody's given. It's a, it's a great circle. It's like the circle of life. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. some people are given, some people are taken. Look at, look at the ladder truck that we started the conversation about. It started its life in New York City, went up to Orange County, New York for 20 years. Now it's down in Texas. It's its, it's, its third its third separate life of serving a, a community. Why? Because you can do that. You, these rigs will last that long. We're not saying these things are top-notch, the most, most modern equipment on them. No, these are 30, 40-year-old rigs. But whether it's turnout gear or hearse tools or anything else, if you don't mind having the last or two models older than, than what everybody's buying right now, most places are, are pretty generous, and you places like Long Island. Long Island's a, a pretty a pretty well-off area in the United States, right? The volunteer fire departments and fire districts out there are pretty well funded. They often they, they make a lot of donations to Terry Farrell Fund, which which is based out there, you know. And they so we're real proud to to be able to mention all the folks all around the country that are that are donating to people and starting organizations that facilitate that and help that happen. Oh, absolutely. So. Hey, it can be done. You guys did it. South Blooming Grove has done it time and time again, helping out departments, and and it, and they've been on a receiving end as well. You know, I I told my chief, you know, because he was adamant about you, we're gonna you're gonna thank. I said, yeah, boss, we're gonna thank we're gonna thank everybody that's helped us because he's been grinning ear to ear just like anybody else when we get some of this stuff. But then he turns around and does the same thing. He turns around, donates to other departments. So this painted forward firehouse to firehouse. Uh, Amboy, uh, you know, Jeff Bryant, we love you, Jeff. And, and, and Tommy, the chief, the, the you know, the, the chief is Santa Fe. You guys are awesome. Terry Farrell fund is phenomenal folks. If you see a golf outing coming to your way that they do any fundraisers, they do a stair climb, they do seminars, they do right. lots of stuff. And you don't have to worry about where the money is going with that. That's this is right. those, run that, by firefighters families, just like the tunnel to towers run by firefighters that's families. Right. Not even a question about where all the money's going. You Not don't have, they don't have to worry about it. So, hey, pay it forward. If you can do it, there's chiefs out there. You can do it. If you know what, you got a pumper sitting there and you're going, what are we going to get for this? $3,000, $4,000, whatever. You know, there's. I bet you there's someone not too far from you that that would take that rig like it was brand freaking new and love it and uh, serve their community and protect their firefighters. So help someone else pay it forward. Uh, if you if you believe in what we represent, the fire service, this whole brother sister thing, that comes easy. John, email for them to get a hold of you. Chief John Salka at gmail.com. And I'm Chief Lasky at gmail.com. Hey, spread the word about old school. Uh, we got a we got a great following. Um, we we don't get paid to do this. We have fun. We just we we just like throwing these things out there and talking and talking shop. And uh thanks for all your comments and all your your compliments and that. Uh, we appreciate you. We end all of our shows with one very important phrase, and that is please keep the men and women armed forces in your thoughts and prayers. And remember, never forgetting means just that, never forgetting. Be safe. God bless you. We'll catch you next time.